As the state of Texas keeps sending migrants to Chicago, leaders there are working to support asylum seekers. The resources there are opening up to stay warm this winter, turning a hobby into a living. The Central Texas mom and daughter expanding their company and the bond they share. And chilly temperatures blowing in this Christmas day when you need to prepare for a freeze in first warning weather. Good evening and a Merry Christmas to you all. I'm Dylan McKim and here's a look at your news today. Following a stint of violent crime downtown over the past couple of weeks, including a homicide on Congress and an officer involved shooting on 6th Street, one business wants to turn things around and bring people together. Friends Bar on 6th and Brazos hosted a food and clothing giveaway for people in need this afternoon. The bar's kitchen manager came up with the idea as a way to give back, particularly to people experiencing homelessness. One staff member says it cherishes the business the business's relationship with the downtown unhoused community. So when things happen on this street, we really try to band together. You can't have a bar down here without having a connection to the people that also inhabit around us. The bar held a similar event on Thanksgiving. During that giveaway, they also collected shoe, clothing and blanket donations from the community to give out today. A caravan of migrants from Central America, Venezuela, Cuba, and other countries trekked through Mexico today, heading toward the U.S. border. The procession came just days before Secretary of State Anthony Blinken arrives in Mexico City to hammer out new agreements to control the surge of migrants seeking entry into the United States. The caravan, estimated at around 6,000 people, many of them with families with young children. Meanwhile, the state of Illinois stepping in to support Chicago's response to an influx of asylum seekers from the southern border. The state is temporarily putting up hundreds of new arrivals in hotel rooms. Angelica Sanchez has the details. The state of Illinois is announcing 30 hotel rooms are now available for 200 asylum seekers. The state says this is a temporary but necessary response to the unprecedented number of migrants coming from Texas in recent days. I'm glad they have hotels open for the migrants. They should have done that a long time ago, to be honest with you. On Sunday, a group of community activists held a press conference against housing migrants at the former St. Bartholomew Catholic School on the north side. There should be fairness when it comes to poverty. They say Chicago's existing homeless community is not getting the same treatment as the migrants. How are we going to treat strangers better than we treat our own people? Many buses transporting migrants are avoiding the city's designated landing zone in response to tougher penalties for bus owners who violate a new city ordinance. Buses are now dropping off migrants in areas outside Chicago like Kankakee, Aurora and Hinsdale. Police say on Saturday nearly 100 migrants were dropped off in Elmhurst and given train tickets to Chicago. The Illinois Department of Human Services says migrants in hotels will eventually be moved to a former CVS store in Little Village. The store is under construction to become a shelter in January. The state says additional shelter sites are being explored. First warning weather with Chief Meteorologist David Yeomans. Well, I hope your uh, Christmas present was a sweater, maybe a jacket. Certainly got to try them out today. 57, 5 degrees cooler than a normal Christmas this time of year uh, in Austin. Winds right now blowing from the north 5 to 15 miles per hour. This cool air coming in courtesy of the Christmas Eve cold front that we were telling you about all of last week. Now it's only 53, but nice and calm here on the waters of Lake Marble Falls. Notice these high clouds coming in. We are tracking those on satellite pulling into the area over the last few hours. They're not producing any rain, but they will be here on and off overnight tonight, and that affects our overnight temperatures. So coming up, we'll talk about free
freezing cold nights for some, two cold fronts on the way, and a first look at your New Year's Eve plans. When times got tough during the pandemic, one local mom turned a love for getting creative into a business. Now it's expanding. Nabil Ramadna shows us the special bond a mom and her daughter share in the company they started. There's nothing. Some of the pink in here. Like spending a little time. Do blue over here. With mom. And up here. Especially when you're having fun. Having her do stuff with me and the older that she gets and the more that our brand evolves, it has just been so much fun. Melissa Thaxton started Mila and Me a few years ago as a creative outlet. It's so much fun. And so what else can you ask for to like have fun with your kid? Creating fun and trendy loungewear with all kinds of tie-dye patterns. And some of the designs are even made by Mila. What's your favorite uh, color in those shirts over there? Um, pink and purple. Since it started, Mila and Me has grown. This is our Cheeks by Cheeky OB collaboration. Um, very, very comfortable sweatshirt. I am constantly out with people, talking, going to events, working events, building new relationships, new partnerships in the city, um, especially being from here. And so she's really adapted to it and loved it. And as long as she loves it, I'm happy. Miss Austin entrepreneur, full-time mom and realtor says she thrives on staying busy. You know, I always want more. I always want to build more relationships, create more partnerships, make more clothes. No matter how busy she gets, though, she always has her number one fan right by her side. Before that, you said teamwork? Makes the dream Mm-hmm. That's right. Teamwork makes the dream work. Nabil Ramadna, KXAN News. Melissa says she likes to partner with local businesses, and if you want to check out her work, you can head over to KXAN.com to find a link to her page. Well, it was a breakout year for artificial intelligence. We're taking a look at the impact it's had on art, school, work, and even politics. And the hit film Barbie has a sign language version, and the interpreter is an Austinite. We sit down with the performer on her role in expanding accessibility of the movie. As the Israeli military continued to fight Hamas militants in various parts of Gaza today, Palestinian officials say an Israeli airstrike on the refugee camp in the center of the besieged enclave killed dozens of people. NBC's Jay Gray reports from Jerusalem. Good evening and Christmas Day. No break as far as the war in Gaza is concerned. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu meeting with Israeli troops in the northern end of the Gaza Strip while fighting has intensified dramatically on the southern end. We know teams on the ground as well as airstrikes really pounding that area today. Searching, they say, for command and control centers and that web of tunnels that winds beneath the ground in Gaza. Uh, they say that they are making progress. This the IDF and that they have hit targets, including, they say, a senior Hamas official, though they haven't released the name of who that might be. All of that while the Hamas-run Palestinian Health Ministry says a strike on a refugee camp killed as many as 70. The IDF says that it's reviewing reports of an incident there. Christmas Day in the Holy Land here in Jerusalem, as well as in Bethlehem, very subdued. Uh, not the joyous celebrations that you would normally see in both of these places. In fact, in Bethlehem, the Christmas tree that is usually in Manger Square, replaced with a nativity scene wrapped in barbed wire and rubble. A wise man carrying not gifts, but instead a burial shroud. That's the latest from here in Jerusalem. I'm Jay Gray, NBC News.
After the welcome rainfall that we saw area-wide over the weekend, just like that, it's now a wetter-than-normal December. We've had almost two and a half inches officially at Camp Mabry, just a little bit lower, 2.32 so far at Austin Bergstrom, and that's likely how we'll end the month and the year. Lake Travis and Buchanan rising slightly, but only two to four inches. Lake Travis is still 35 feet below its usual elevation this time of the year. Your first warning forecast looking toward the new year next. This year, the Barbie movie smashed records, and the film just got more accessible as Warner Brothers released an American Sign Language version to make 2023's biggest blockbuster reach the widest audience possible. Our Monica Madden sat down with the Austinite who signed the entire two-hour movie, one of the few films available in ASL. The world turned pink when Barbie hit theaters this summer. The highest grossing film of the year now fully accessible to even more people. Austin's own Layla Hanaumi welcomes everyone into Barbie world by interpreting and performing the full movie in ASL. Hi, Barbie. She was thrilled when she got tapped for the gig. Typically, it's an afterthought. People forget to make things accessible until something comes up. This is probably one of my favorite places. Deaf herself, we spoke to Hanaumi through an interpreter, learning critical phrases along the way. Hi, Barbie. In the two-hour film, Hanaumi's joy is contagious as she signs and acts her way through dozens of roles. We use different techniques, like role shifting is a grammatical form in ASL. So when the character, one character is speaking, I'll role shift my, my shoulders to one side. And that really embodies, I then embody the tone and the pace and the language of that person. With fast-paced dialogue full of punchy political references, Hanaumi says Barbie was her toughest project yet. She watched the movie 50 times to get it just right. A lot of creative decisions went into how this was done. While closed captioning does help, things like emotion and tone can get lost in translation. It's why Hanaumi wants more films to include ASL to help capture the full nuance of language. Barbie is iconic and it, the message was so powerful and it was critical to capture every bit of what was in the movie. You have to never get old, never be rude, never show off. Actress America Ferreira's epic monologue in the film resonated with women all over the world. A monologue was my favorite scene to do. But the underlying themes of acceptance hit home for Hanaumi. It truly showed how women, myself included, have to be not too much and not too little. We have to find that place to be just right in order to be accepted in the world. And that applies to my identity as a deaf person. With the smash hit expanding its reach to the deaf community, Hanaumi is hopeful. It's a sign of more progress to come. It was amazing to get that call. Um, it was a true sign of, of change, of how the world is transforming. I hope it will encourage others in the broader community to connect with deaf people. We've always been around, and now we have the opportunity to be a part of each other's worlds. In Austin, Monica Madden, KXAN News. Hanaumi says she hopes this version of the movie will inspire production companies to make more films with ASL 2. Barbie with ASL is now available to stream exclusively on HBO's Max, where you can watch Layla signing the entire movie.
first warning weather with Chief Meteorologist David Yeomans. Well, it's 5-16 this evening. Hope you've had a wonderful Christmas holiday weekend with friends and family. Take you out to the quiet look here in the vineyards of Gillespie County. Barron's Creek Vineyards Cam always live on our website along with 19 other weather cams. Nobody out there this Christmas day and a beautiful wispy deck of mid and high clouds starting to stream in. It is much colder right now than it was yesterday evening. 15 to 20 degree drop, highest up in Cameron. Cameron, for instance, was 70 24 hours ago. Now it's 50, 53 in Austin, 51 degrees in Georgetown. The highest rain totals over the past five days, really widespread and beneficial. Most of Austin saw one to two inches, but look at this, North Austin, two and two thirds of an inch. Georgetown even higher. Burnett, the winner across our 15 counties with over three inches of rain. As I told you, only a minor, minor rise in the lakes. It's going to take a lot more than that. We do have some mid and high clouds streaming in across the area, but this is not another storm coming. It's just some upper level moisture coming our way on the subtropical jet stream. North of us, we actually have a big winter storm cranking up, but fortunately for Christmas travelers tomorrow, this is not going to be affecting any major airport hubs, not Denver, not Chicago, just kind of sitting where it is. Still though, if you have friends or family up in the northern plains, blizzard warnings across the Dakotas and Nebraska, 18 inches of snow combined with 60 mile an hour winds. Cozy Christmas up that way. Back here at home, this storm continues to influence our weather with cool, dry air coming in and certainly no snow. Over the next couple of days, notice it just kind of sits where it is, the counterclockwise flow around it, pumping this northerly flow into the state. Even later this week, it's still dominating the influence in our weather. Even from the eastern seaboard, this northerly flow aloft does not have any plans of changing. That's one of the reasons we don't have another drop of rain currently in your forecast from now into New Year's Day. 2023 should end on a dry note over the next five, six days. We do have some cold air, though. Let's talk about your low temperatures tonight. Through the next several hours, this deck of mid and high clouds continues at times. It'll still be streaming in for some of us overnight into tomorrow morning. Notice the clouds are most likely from Austin southeastward. I'm talking so much about these very low impact clouds because that blanket has an impact on our overnight lows, keeping those under it a little warmer. Austin southeastward, because of that, will be above freezing tonight. Northwest of Austin in some of the coldest rural hill country valleys and maybe even parts of Williamson and Milam counties, we could see the first of many light freezes tomorrow morning. I say many light freezes because rural areas may see a freeze every single day this work week. 37 in Austin tomorrow morning, far above freezing for the next couple of nights. But another little dry cold front actually brings a widespread freeze by Friday morning. So many of us don't have to do this until Friday morning, but rural areas, let's start tonight. Protect the four P's. Check on your pets, pipes, plants, and people. And again, by Thursday night, Friday morning, we should do that in Austin. If you're thinking about next weekend, New Year's Eve looks dry and it looks chilly. A preliminary first look, please check back for updates, shows temperatures around 47 on midnight New Year's Eve with clear skies and gusty winds as yes, another dry breezy front blows through. Tonight's forecast, some periods of high clouds, a nearly full moon, 37 degrees in Austin with a light north wind. Tomorrow, a brief south wind warming us up slightly, but still cooler than normal for December 26th, 60 with just a few high clouds. Here's that little dry cool front bumping us down from 62 Wednesday to the 50s to end the work week. New Year's Eve weekend looking really wonderful with briefly warmer afternoons. Then there's that next dry cold front dropping us down to the 50s on New Year's Day. It will be dry for the next week. 
week, but the week after that, New Year's may start off on a wetter note, January 2nd through 8th, bringing some rain back to the area. We'll be right back. In late October, President Biden issued an executive order requiring tech companies report to the government about the risk of the artificial intelligence they are developing at breakneck speed. And this month, the European Union agreed to landmark legislation regulating the technology. The AI that has made our daily lives easier in many ways and shows promise in areas like medicine and education also comes with questions and concerns, some of them raised by the very people who helped to create the technology. NBC's Jake Ward takes a look on this year of AI. Artificial intelligence. Artificial intelligence. Could soon transform Hollywood. And the harm this software can cause. 2023 was when AI went from nerdy jargon to a daily part of politics, entertainment. Chat GPT, dude. Even schoolwork. How many of you use the AI like Chat GPT or Bard in this discussion? It has come at us very fast. ChatGPT from industry leader OpenAI now has 100 million weekly users just since its launch last year, with 92% of Fortune 500 companies using the technology, according to the company. But beyond ChatGPT, the stuff AI did this year is amazing. It caught a glimpse of our thoughts. So as long as I have seen it and you know the patterns of my brain, then the AI will read that out of my brain. Yes, yes exactly. Spotted mental health risks in children. An output will say this is a patient at high risk. This is a patient at low risk. And created tons and tons of weird art. The godlike power to commission any artist in history. Yeah, hmm. that's the fun part. But as 2024 approaches, AI's ability to trick anyone's eyes could be the end of trust. Deep fake, face swap, um, unbelievably easy to do. Right. In just the time it took us to set up our cameras, UC Berkeley professor Hani Farid made me look like I had starred in Doctor Strange. This is on my laptop. On your laptop in yeah. half an hour, an hour. Ten minutes. Yeah. Ten minutes. Wow. But that same tech in our politics can be dangerous. The Republican National Committee already aired one AI-generated ad full of fake imagery. Close the city of San Francisco this morning. Go to Slovakia right now where the Russians are trying to interfere with the elections. Go to the Sudan where we're seeing fake audio trying to stow civil unrest. Still, David Holtz, founder of AI art company Midjourney, said earlier this year that the risk of misuse is not worth giving up on AI. It's better just to trust people that they're going to use things in good ways. You're always going to get some edge case. That's just what having an effect on the world is like. AI investors like former Google CEO Eric Schmidt say companies should more or less regulate themselves. There's no one in the government who can get it right, but the industry can roughly get it right, and then the government can put a regulatory structure around it. That argument has mostly won out. Europe and China have both moved forward on broad AI regulations this year, but as 2023 winds down, the U.S. remains the Wild West for AI. A world-changing technology moving so fast and with little sign of slowing down. Jake Ward, NBC News. Well, coming up on KXAN, Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas at 7, then back here at 10 for KXAN. Or if you're missing us, join us an hour earlier for KXAN News at 9 on CW Austin. Here's where to find us over the air or through your television provider.